Hey there, it's Dallas Travers, and I'm so glad you've joined me for the first in a special mini-series I will host here on Coaches on a Mission. Listen, we need to talk about list building, my friend. It's something that a lot of coaches put on the back burner because they're overwhelmed or they're unsure about the best strategies to implement, and yet, List building is the crucial step we must embrace if we ever want to expand beyond one-to-one coaching. And I don't want you to wait until you're ready for a course before you start to build your list. List building, it takes some time, so set yourself up for success now by making it a priority in your business. I'm going to dedicate, like I said, the next few episodes to list building as well as lead magnets. This is designed to help you feel more confident about about the mystery of list building. Up first is Nick Frick. Nick came into our conversation feeling like lead magnets are basically gross, and she also felt super unsure about how to deliver a lead magnet that's actually valuable without overwhelming her audience. So we began by designing the right lead magnet for her business model and for her values, plus one that aligns with what her dream clients really need to focus on first. And here's the cool thing. After we got really clear about the intention and design of our lead magnet, most of Nick's icky feelings about lead magnets, they kind of disappeared. So if you find yourself staring at a blank screen and getting overwhelmed anytime you sit down to design a lead magnet, this episode truly is a must listen. Let's get into it. Hello, Nick. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and with your listeners. Me too. So I'm excited for this conversation because my philosophy is all about building your business out in layers. So the first thing we want to do is just tick the box when it comes to client attraction so that as coaches, we know, okay, I know how to find clients. So now I can actually have the confidence and have the cash flow to start to build something. And then that next step is list building. We never graduate from that step. (laughs) If what you want is an online business, we're always in the process of list building. And I see so often in myself, but also with my clients, list building can, it can bring stuff up for us. It can feel like a slog. And I know we're going to have a conversation about the thing you need, right, in order to build your list, which is a lead magnet. So thanks for bringing that forward today for the show. Yeah, my pleasure. Before we dive in, can you just share with me what you want to walk away with from our time together today? Yeah, I would love to walk away today with, I think, two things, one tangible and intangible. So the intangible thing that I want is kind of like a feeling right Mm -hmm. now. I feel about lead magnets, like they're kind of gross, like the name lead magnet makes me forget that the people that I'm actually trying to connect are people that I actually want to be with on calls, helping them. Like It takes away that their humanity and the connection that I want to make. And then the second thing is like, what lead magnet can I create that gives value and doesn't overgive value because I find that as a nurturer and like a people pleaser, I just want to keep give, give, giving. And I always refer back to one of the podcasts you had previously about overgiving in calls and it always resonates. And so I'm like, I'm probably overgiving in my lead magnet ideation 
because I overgive and I'm also kind of having perfectionist tendencies, I always want my lead magnet to be perfect and can stand the test of time and all these things. And that stops me from kind of making anything. So it's either all or nothing. And I feel stuck in that space too. Great. I'm so glad you said that because I think that's most coaches especially for the first lead magnet, or maybe the first one we make because we don't get it. <laughs> but it's like the <laughs> second or third that these issues start to arise, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk first about the mindset, and then we can talk strategy about what to actually deliver mm-hmm. that's going to be useful for your audience, but also for your business, because I think mm-hmm. it is a fine line there. Yeah, yeah. All right, I really hear you about the douche factor right? When it comes to, right, this whole lead magnet conversation and that it can very quickly dehumanize people or erase that connection we want to create. It's like, here's a free gift, but also give me your email. Yes. It's not a gift. (laughs) Completely, right? Because then I'm going to sell to you in your inbox. Mm -hmm. All right. So how do you want to feel when it comes to the process of expanding your list and growing your audience? I want to feel generous and clear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How would you know you were clear? I think that I would know that I was clear if I was providing a like solution for the now that people really need, that my clients really need, that also serves the way that I am. Like that the thing that they're going to get from me is from me and not a different type of coach. Like my uniqueness is inside of it. And also the details that they need to get like their careers on track again. Yep. Got it. You know what I think might be helpful is if we actually talked strategy around what is this lead magnet? Because if we're clear on that, it may automatically help with some of the Mm. mindset stuff. Does that land for you? Yeah, it does. It Mm -hmm. does. Because I can say whether or not that's clear. Yeah. As we're going through. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Great. So have you created a lead magnet in the past? I've dabbled with a couple of lead magnets. Some of my lead magnets, I started realizing that lead magnets don't have to be a piece of paper or PDF. And so I started doing some workshops. I also offered some open houses Mm. and some lead magnets that I did were like five ways to land your dream job without even looking at your resume. And another one was like the three things you need in your career search backpack to land your dream job or something like that. Great. I'm a career coach. I help women and especially new moms find the dream that they love that refits into the values that usually shift when you become a mother and also making sure that the new job fits in line with the boundaries that you need to be creating both at work and at home so that the job fits into your life rather than you fitting around this job while also maintaining the rest of your life. Got it. So you help new moms find, I used perfect match before, but like find a perfect match job Mm -hmm. that aligns with their evolved values and evolved schedule and evolved sense of self. Totally. Their their immediate transition of identity. Yeah. Great. Good. That's helpful. Okay. So 
for you, but also for our listeners, I'm going to step on my soapbox for a second and share my perspective of what a lead magnet is actually supposed to do. I think that, yes, a lead magnet is designed to build your email list, but if all it does is bring you more subscribers, it's not doing its job. Your lead magnet is designed to help your dream client feel capable of having the thing that they want. That's the most important component. So a lot of these lead magnets like four hacks for <laughs> fill in the blank, right? They share information, but they don't create traction. And traction, this is the second thing your lead magnet needs to do. Traction toward that goal is the thing that helps me, the new mom looking for a better job, believe I can find a better job and that I am capable of finding a better job. Mm. And then the third thing a lead magnet ideally is designed to do is help me begin to trust that you are the right expert to help me finish my walk toward the thing that I want. So number one, I'm capable of having this goal that I want. Number two, I know this because I'm already moving toward it. And number three, Nick is the person to help me continue this journey, which might sound like a heavy lift. But for me, this is the thing that gets us out of let me throw a PDF together, mm -hmm. right? Or even let me overwhelm people and give them everything I can and really into let us start this journey together. Yes. So if you can think of your dreamiest dream client. Mm -hmm. Where is this mom at when she begins her journey toward being ready to work with you? Mm, she is not taking full lunch breaks. Instead, she's trying to like snack in between naps. And it is even often, even before she has a child. She starts realizing that like, if she wants to have a baby, how are they going to fit into this life that she can't handle right now with the career that she's got? And so she has no time for herself. She feels really desperate, resentful at work for any meetings that are after work or on the weekends or anything that she hasn't been able to create a boundary around or even realize that she needs a boundary around. And she often wonders like, how did it get to this point where I can't manage who I am right now. And also that she definitely doesn't feel valued at work and she's not making the impact that she wants. Got it. And she wonders like, how can I do all of this and make sure that this baby thrives? Right. How aware is she that she wants a different job? She does know she wants a different job. She just doesn't know how it's possible. Got it. So it almost feels like a fantasy. Yeah. Okay, so if you could think of one to three wins, right, or perspective shifts that this soon-to-be mom needs to have in order to feel traction, right, and belief that this goal is possible, what initial problem needs to be solved? I think the initial problem needs to be solved is that she doesn't have to do everything. Mm -hmm. that she can start saying no to things when she actually doesn't want to do them, no matter how mm -hmm. scary it feels. 
like it's possible to say no. Great. So if I am your dreamiest dream client and we're early on in the coaching relationship, right? Mm -hmm. You see how much I need to embrace this truth that I don't have to say yes to everything. I can say no. How would you coach me around that? What tool would you give me? What conversation would we have? Mm -hmm. Like, What would that look like? Oh, this brings me one of my dreamiest clients to mind. When this was happening, she was not taking her lunch breaks. And when she was, she was sitting at her desk with the rest of her team. And they all like made it her feel bad about it. Or they made each other feel bad about like taking any type of break. And so what we talked about was for one week, she was going to experiment with taking a lunch break. So on Monday, she ended up taking a lunch break, but it felt super, super gross and she hated it and she did it. And she told her other colleagues that she was taking a lunch break and they were like, we'll cover you. And she's like, you don't need to cover me. We all get a lunch break. And so it like flipped in her mind, like, oh, I'm supposed to be taking this lunch break. And none of these other people know that they also are supposed to be taking lunch breaks. The second day she skipped it because she got inundated with messages. On the Wednesday, she took the lunch break, half of it. And then another one of her colleagues also told her that she was taking her lunch break. Oh, look at this. (laughs) And then on, on the Thursday, she skipped it again. But then on Friday, she took the full lunch and another person took their lunch break and did a yoga class during it. And she's like, wait, these people are really getting on board much more quickly than I am. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really amazing because it wasn't perfect. It was never easy for her to do it, but it was like one by one by one. She was like, oh, if I start saying no to this and yes to my lunch break, yes to myself, like what else can I say no to? What else becomes important? What else can I protect? And that was really amazing. That's really cool. So if you took this client experience as inspiration or even a template for a lead magnet, what might you create? And I'm not talking about, well, it'll be a download or a four-part video series. I I don't necessarily mean the deliverable. I mean the content. I think it's something like, what in your day or your week is draining you that you have been thinking to yourself or telling other people like, I wish I didn't have to do this, or I wish I had more time for this, or I don't know how to make time for this. What is one of those things? And then maybe trying it out for a week. Yeah. And then, then my overgiving brain was just like, and then think of another thing and try it again the next week. And I'm like, stop. (laughs) Yes. Everyone listening also stop. (laughs) Remember, we have to give the client belief in their, their ability to have the thing that they want. And that happens through traction. So if you give me one thing to do, I'm much more likely to get traction. If you give me three things to do, I may not even start Mmm, that lands super hard, Dallas. <laughs> I think that's why I felt overwhelmed by all the messaging I've been giving or like the product I've been giving because I'm like, do these five things. And I'm like, but like, how do they even know which of the five things to start with if we're not there? Yeah, if I'm not well, there with her. Exactly. And she's not even eating her lunch. Now you're right. giving her five more things to do. Exactly. It's harmful. 
It's harmful. So for everyone listening, and we're all values-driven coaches, so this is across the board. I see it in myself. I just did it in a live workshop I hosted six months ago. I'm halfway through, and I'm like, here I am. Look at me, over-delivering, creating harm instead of help. I saw myself doing it. So we just always have to be aware of this. And here's what helps me. I know that growth is a process. It's not an event. And anything that I do that takes you out of the process is not helpful. So it's just giving less is actually the thing that keeps you in your process. And therefore, you're going to have more success than getting it all at once. And now I'm on my own with this five-step checklist and no support. It's just the opposite of help. So the goal is traction. It's not transformation, especially with the lead magnet. Hey, I've got a question for you. What's your coaching superpower? If you haven't thought about it, I've got a free quiz that's pretty good at deciphering your magical mojo. Are you great at creating connections? Maybe you're a natural leader who people just trust, or perhaps it's your strong sense of purpose that you really need to leverage. Let's find out where you are, where you want to be, and how to best get you there with the Coaching Superpower Quiz. It'll take you about 45 seconds to complete, and when you're done, you'll learn the precise steps you need to take, whether you're ready to scale your business, you want to build your list, or you just need to find some paying clients. Plus, you'll get your very own personalized toolkit that caters to your unique superpower because accentuating the positive is always a good idea. So if you're ready to clear away the fog, chart your course, and steer your business in the right direction with as much ease and grace as possible, go take the superpower quiz. You can find it now at sixfigurecoachquiz.com. Okay, as you were sharing your client's story, I kind of captured possible steps for this process. And if it feels aligned for you, I'd love to share what I heard. I would love that. Okay. So step one might be identify one thing that drains you. One thing you hear yourself say that you wish you had time for, or even one easy place, low risk place where you could play around with setting a new boundary. You're going to pick one thing and here's a way to think about it so that you can decide. Step two, identify what's true about this circumstance. So your client What was true was like, wait a second, we're all supposed to take lunch. So suddenly this big thing is, it's called life. This should not be a big thing. So giving them some sort of prompt or new perspective around the lie they've been telling themselves about this boundary and what's actually true. Then the third step is to experiment or play the game. And you're going to pick a seven-day or a five-day plan where The pawn moves down the board when you show up and try. The next step, step four, is to notice. How does it feel for you? And what is the ripple effect? Because that's what was so interesting about this story that you shared, is the impact that it had on those around your client. And your clients are naturally givers and caretakers, and they're motivated by 
the impact they have on others. So that would be, I think, very insightful for them and help soften the blow around I'm being selfish by doing this. Mm, I love that. And then the fifth step would be at the end of your experiment, decide what you'll do next. And that isn't necessarily setting a new boundary. It might be keeping this boundary or adjusting the rules, but just like making a very simple decision about whether you'll continue to play the game or how you'll apply it in another area. How does that all land for you? That lands really well. I think the one thing that I think is also really helpful is like, why do you want to take a lunch? Why is this important to you? Like what makes this something that you'll actually think about doing because it will bring you ease or joy or nourishment or like something into your life that you have been missing and really make it land for them so that they actually Mm -hmm. want to do it and try it out. Yes, great. And perhaps the why could also be so that you don't feel so resentful. It could be like, what would you gain, but also what would you get rid of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Maybe that's actually step two, right? Like, What's the thing? Why does this matter? What could be true, right? And then play the game. Okay. So if we were to play around with this being your next lead magnet, thinking about the lifestyle and the learning style of your audience, as well as your coaching style. Because the lead magnet needs to be congruent with the experience I'm now going to have as your client. Mm -hmm. What might be the best format to deliver this process? Mm. What came to me right away was the automatic, like six steps to finding something in your life. But then I was like, maybe they need to be able to listen to it on an audio if they're Mm -hmm. like not feeling like they have enough time Mm -hmm. or maybe it's a meditation aligned with it because I like doing that as well or maybe it's like a 30 minute I love doing workshops so maybe it's a little workshop around that people can like because I often find that new moms and especially now during the pandemic like people are really craving connection and networking and mm-hmm. so maybe it's like a group activity that we do mm-hmm. where people get to figure out what they need in their life to be less resentful about work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the next step. <laughs> Lead magnets are the first step and we want this to be a little bit scalable mm-hmm. for you, right? So a workshop is great, but we need something that you don't have to show up for. Mm, that makes sense. I think it's just then like a beautiful PDF that's like a journal entry or script journal prompts for finding more time in your day or finding more joy in your day or ease or freedom or something like that. Okay. We're going to really focus in here because we got really clear on what is the journey? What is the experience of the lead magnet going to be? And now when we're talking about how to deliver it, you're going broad again. Do you see that? (laughs) Right. Let me see how, this feels for you. So these are busy people mm-hmm. sitting down and watching a 30 minute video may not, again, I may not get started. Right. I, I feel like I have three minutes. I don't have 30. I probably do have 30, but I don't feel like I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's what came up for me was 
when I opt in, I might get a download or easy instructions, or even it's like a roadmap of the actual, it's a visual of the game, right? Ah, yeah. And then along with that comes three super quick audios or videos of you explaining the process. And then when they're ready to start, they click this button. And what it does is sends them a text message every day for seven days with just like a little gentle reminder, right? Like it's day three, it's okay to start over, right? If you didn't keep your boundary today, you can pick it up again tomorrow and that's it. So now they have these like little touch points with you and they feel mm -hmm. this connection, but it's not an email that they have to open and it's not a big video they have to watch or long article they have to read. Mm, I love that. I love that because I also do send my clients little text messages reminders mm -hmm. okay, and, and use Voxer with them. Because one of the things that's really important to me also is that my clients never feel like they're alone on this journey mm -hmm. of their career or their life because all of it together is can be very challenging. And I want to make sure that they know that they've got me in their corner. And so I really love the text message thing. And also that they get to say, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to do this. Start sending me the text messages. Start letting me know you're here for me. Start letting me be the person that is supported instead of me supporting everyone else. Yes. And I think this also solves the issue before of sign up for my free thing, but it's not really free because now I'm going to email you all the time. You're really getting consent from them yes. mm -hmm. so that the what they receive aligns with when they're ready to implement. Yes. We use simpletexting.com for text message reminders. It is truly simple texting. So, <laughs> so that might be a resource for you to look at. But I think we could be on to something here. So I opt in and I get the boundary game, which is instructions from you, right? And then some sort of visual. And here's what to do next. When you're ready to begin, click here. They're going to fill in their information again. And you will get vote of confidence or a boundary boost or whatever you call it via text message every day so that you don't feel like you're alone in this process. Mm -hmm. You can also invite people to reply back because now you're really building trust yeah, in connection and it's automatic. It's not automated because you'll reply, but it has that automatic feel to it. I really love this. I feel like you were right about Let's talk about what it's going to be before we talk about the mindset thing, because this does feel aligned with my values mm -hmm. of like being generous, being in integrity with my own values and my life and how I think that people get to do things that they need to do on their own time and in the way that they need to do them. Mm -hmm. And that sort of thing feels good. And also the, like the double opt-in, like, here's the thing. And if you're really ready to do it, here's the thing again. And yeah. then it's, then they can do it. And then also know that it's okay if they don't do it. It's okay if they don't do it. And if they don't do it now, it doesn't mean that down the road, they mm -hmm. won't come back to it. Right. right. Yeah. So what this might look like when we look at your list building metrics is you have a much slower burn when it comes to actually building your list, but the quality 
the engagement, the connectedness of your subscribers is going to be way stronger than people mm -hmm. who are just firing off downloadable PDFs and looking for a volume. And that feels to me like it's aligned with how you want to run your business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. So when it comes to this idea, what for you is the next step to flesh this out, to make it yours, to begin to build out this lead magnet? I think there's five or six steps that you've written down and I really love visuals also. And so I'll have to put it on like post-its on the wall mm -hmm. and then move them around to see how, how it looks and then make something in Canva. And then from there, set up the automation inside of my email and then simple text.com, I think. Yeah. But the, now it's like, I have the idea and now it's like the discipline to do the thing. Yeah. Which right. is make the map, which I really like. I want to do that. And then sitting with the description of each of the stages or the visual or, or the audio of it and describing like what goes there, finding the best way to do that. And then, yeah, just figuring out what, what kind of wording I want to use, which okay. will come in time. If, as soon as I know what the thing is, like I'll start getting the language for it. It sounds like it. So what I heard you say was the next step around this is to take this idea and bring it to life visually. And you also mentioned the audio part of it. So really making it real enough that you can fully embody it. And when that's there, the marketing language and the tech that will all, those are just easy steps that you follow when you're clear on the thing that you're making. Yeah, there's the, the clarity that we were talking about, like yeah. all the things and then I can move forward because I'll have yeah. I'll know what I need. Great. Okay, so imagining that we've we've built out this lead magnet, it really is designed to give people traction. They're consenting to the process. They're connected to you every day through these text messages. So that exists out in the world. Let's come back to lead magnets are gross. <laughs> <laughs> There's some deception going on here. Like imagining this lead magnet out in the world. What's your relationship now to those other beliefs about lead magnets? I really love this new idea of the lead magnet. I think I really got clear on only giving them enough that they can handle and get the traction on and believe right now. And before I do think that the, that gross feeling that I was thinking or the perfectionism feeling is that I was trying to like solve all their problems for them right away I... in a PDF, which <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't know why it's making me laugh. It's making me laugh so hard because it's ridiculous in it a is. PDF, right? Okay. And it's like. Yeah, if we could transform people's lives like that, like no one would need to read more than like one book, yeah, right? Because all of that right. information is in there, but we keep seeking. And so I love the connection of it. I love the creation of traction, like you mentioned. And I also love that it is very aligned. Like I feel like I can create this in an embodied way that feels really aligned in the things that I really love doing. And yeah. the things that I really love doing when I get to do them, like my clients love being with me. Mm. And so being able to give a little bit of myself to this, this gift. Now I do think of it as a gift yeah. because I do think that when people start taking lunches or create a boundary that they didn't think was possible and the ripple effect, 
is the reason that I do this. And so when, when people start saying yes to things they want to do and no to things they don't want to do, uh, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. You touched on it, but I want to underscore it for our listeners. What stood out for me the most was what's gross about a lead magnet is there's this giant asterisk next to it. Like, yeah, you get this free thing, but it's really designed to sell you something with this, whether if we never talk again, it is a gift. If I choose to use it, I'm going to get value. And you knowing that you have ticked that box, I think just immediately dissolves a lot of the ick factor around lead magnets and what they're supposed to do in the manipulation piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Great. Is there anything you want else you want to ask or share related to this before we wrap up? I don't think so. Okay. I have one thing that's up for me that I'd like mm-hmm. to offer if it resonates, which is this idea of consent. And what might feel great for you is to periodically or always in your emails that you send out is to remind people that they can choose to opt out and not in that weird hidden way in the footer, but just so I, I get the email from you and it says something like, hey, Dallas, my life is about making your life easier and helping you hold boundaries and helping you create space. If that, if these emails aren't helpful to you, you can always unsubscribe and I encourage you to do so. Ooh, really giving them agency and not hiding. Like there's no, we're not playing a game here. I'm here to help. And if you would like the help, great. We're walking down this road together. And if it's not helpful, it's okay to say no. This goes right back to what you want people to be able to do is to say no to things. So I want to invite you to take that stance, even in the way that you air quotes here, market to them. Mm -hmm. Someone who's really good at this is Kelly Deals. She teaches feminist copywriting. It would be really interesting to just watch how she really gives her audience the opportunity to consent often and the trust that she cultivates because she's just so super transparent about when she's selling and when she isn't and what her mission is. Oh, that's really cool. I will check her out. Cool. Great. All right. So do you need extra accountability? Like, do we need to set a timeline here for you? Or do you want me to check in with you in 30 days? How can I help you bring this new lead magnet to fruition? Yeah, I do actually work much better with accountability. Okay. So yeah, I think 30 days is a great check-in. And I think by the 30 days, I do want to have that ready to share. Like maybe I start posting about it or something like that, but that it's like, it's an actual thing. And if it's not that thing, like it's something else that I thought Yes, that would be better. Okay, great. Great. So 30 days from today, I'm going to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And 31 days from today, if I don't hear from you, you're going to hear from me. <laughs> Good. Just a little. Someone's watching. So now you just know that someone's watching and you have some accountability. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Great. You're welcome. You're welcome. So for our listeners, if you take nothing else away from the conversation today, take this. You can make whatever marketing strategy is out there your own, and you can adjust it to align with your values. 
the easiest way to do this is to put your client first. Nick, that's what we did. We just put your client first and then mm -hmm. design the lead magnet instead of putting a strategy first and designing the lead magnet. So that's my invitation for everybody listening. And I want to thank you for tuning in. We will see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dallas. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now, and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.